Alright, hello everybody, welcome back to my podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I've been so MIA for a long time. I've been really busy and also I don't know what else to I can say about in the podcast. But today I just want to share you guys a little story, if you guys love stories. Um, yeah, I would like to talk about a little story I wrote. Um, I it happened four years ago, exactly four years ago today. So the story behind this is I used to um, tutor or taking care of a special needs girl who has autism, and then this girl's mom. Well, we've been close friends. We talked, and then she thinks I'm like a really patient and kind person. So she. Wants me to take care of her autistic daughter, so the story goes like this. I actually wrote it on Facebook once. I just want to share with you what I wrote. So I wrote, "Today I went to a special needs girl's birthday party at the YMCA. As I took care of my special needs girl Melody, I couldn't help noticing all the parents and their aide helping the special needs kids to get some foods and drinks. As I watch and observe, sometimes these special needs." Cr- Kids are afraid or get too excited to meet new people or noises, and they will run around and lose control. As I watched, I admired the perseverance and the patience these parents have. I couldn't help saving, saying these parents are great. I can't imagine when they found out their kids are quote unquote special, how much pressure they have. Instead of abandoning them, they take the responsibility to raise them up like a normal kid. These kids may not communicate well with others, but they know what they want. Although sometimes when I take care of Melody, I feel very exhausted because of all the things she does. Maybe boring or not my style. Sometimes I would like to quit, but I know this is a very unique opportunity for me. Melody, Melody loves me just as a friend to play with. I need to gather up my strength and engage in her playtime. As I begin my six months with Melody, I feel that we need to become more aware of those people in our lives. We went to the zoo and Fort Edmonton Park together. When I asked her what's her favorite animal or event, she just said a simple word: dog. I'm really blessed that her mom gave me this chance to take care of her, so I can learn from different types of people. She may not know. How to talk to me just as a friend, even though it's hard to ask her some simple questions, and the answer is always yes, 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 no matter what. I love her just the way she is. She really likes to hug me and sit on my lap or squeeze on my hand until I can't feel my fingers anymore. Despite all that, she is a really nice girl. I hope we can stay good friends for a long time. So yeah, that's the story or as a post I wrote. Yeah, because after this, after I went to this bird. Like birthday party, cause the birthday party is attended by lots and lots, lots of special needs parents and these special kids. And then, fun fact, um, if you're listening to this, my friend, um, yeah, she, my one of my good friends from high school, actually, she's there too. Yeah, her. It's a really unique experience because I never actually encountered this these this many special needs people before. Initially, I gotta admit myself, I have a fear. 
I have a fear of contacting them because because I don't know because sometimes they, like like I said in the post I don't know how to communicate with them because sometimes they're not communicative so sometimes I need to base use it based on their emotions or based on their um how to say like their interactions to figure out what they're thinking so it's quite difficult but like for example as my <clears throat> as the girl I was attending with the t- girl I was tutoring with she's aut- I think I'm not entirely sure I think she's autistic but she she just she doesn't talk much so whenever I ask her a question I don't know if she understands she'll just say a simple yes no matter what and then <clears throat> like I have been taking care of her for a year I haven't well since their move, family moved to Grand Prairie, I haven't talked to them much. But before then, I tutor her every Sunday around 2. And then it's always until 5 p.m. It's like only 3 hours. But first time I, I like, first couple weeks when I tutor her, it's like, uh, I admit, it's a really hard job. It's really tough. And then sometimes it's really exhausting because you don't know what to do with her. Like, she'll bring something. She'll bring some, like, color pencils, coloring pages, or even, like, puzzles. She loves puzzles. But sometimes I don't really know what to talk to her about her. And then we, sometimes my the mom will tell me, okay, we're taking her to swimming. Or we'll take her to, in the summer, we'll take her to the zoo. We'll take her, taking, take her to Fort Animated Park, which is a park um, in our city. It's like a it's it's a really big park and then like and then the one thing I always need to keep in mind is if I need to go to the washroom. If she doesn't need to go, I can't just leave her outside. I need to take her with me in the washroom. I know it would be awkward, but it's a safe thing because you need to taking care of her. Um you can't make her lose like make her lose sight. Same with swimming. You can't leave her in a separate changing room and then tell her, yeah, go change yourself. No, you can't do that, right? Like, you you need to, like, I need to, like, be with her in the same stall, change together, and go hold her hand to the swimming pool. Because if we, if I let go of her hand, she'll probably just wander around, wander around everywhere, and then be, get lost. That's not that's not a good thing. And then if that happens, I might get fired, right? So this is an important job. And then as I keep uh, tutoring and taking care of her, I always just admire the parents who have special needs kids. Yeah, like I applaud you. Like, how did you do that? Because I I can I can't imagine if I if myself. I have a kid like this. How can I, like, it's a it's a frustrating thing. It's because sometimes you don't know what they're doing, and sometimes they'll do something that will upset you, frustrate you, or anything. It's hard. It's hard. I know it's hard. But somehow they always get through it. They always, and when I attend this birthday party, I saw every parents, they're all like, having a smiling faces, all like so happy. But I know in their deep in their hearts they're sometimes will feel frustrated too. They will think 
this is a tough. They won't. They they're afraid they will lose a kid or whatever. But I just want to say, these kids are special. And then when I look at this post, when I was like, oh wow, yeah, it is really true. Like these kids, they're we need to treat them as a normal child. Like even though sometimes they. The things they do may not, like, con like, go hand in hand with what are what you're saying, or what you're doing. But sometimes these kids have a special strength. Like the girl I was touring with, she has the strength of doing puzzles. I'm not even sure why she loves puzzles so much. But whenever we did puzzles together, if I just don't know where the pieces go, I just give it to her. I ask her, "Hey, where does this piece go?" And she'll literally just figure it out, like right off the bat. She'll just like, "Oh, it it goes right here," and it, it's a perfect fit. I was like, "How? Like, wow, yeah." Because you know, for some autistic child, probably they're not communicative, but their math skills are really, really good. Or some are really good with drawing. Some of them are really good with, I don't know, say. Um, yeah, I don't know. You name it. There's like they have all different skills, and this, like, this triggers me to pursue my future, like my future, like education. Like before, I told you right in the beginning, I was telling you, I'm afraid to study special needs education because I don't know how to approach this. I don't know how to make an interaction. Or because sometimes I'm afraid they they will like attack me <clears throat> because I know some like s- special needs um, kids or adults even if they um, they like get frustrated sometimes they will get really angry sometimes they will just um, they will just start throwing things or because I'm afraid if they start throwing things they'll hit me and I'll get Um, injured, and I'll get scarred for life, and then everything will be a mess. Because, for example, I also have an experience, another experience of attending a special needs, a special need kid. Well, I think he's in grade one now. He's going to grade two um, this coming year. But when I was attending him, well, helping him, he's in kindergarten. So he is. He gets. Frustrated really easy. So for example, this one incident where we're all in the gym, and then she he saw this the, these girls are playing in a group. He wants to join them, but these girls are afraid of him. So he tell him to go away, and he gets frustrated. He just starts running around and he starts throwing things, and then I need to calm him down, right? So I went to him. I I said I won't say the name of the kid. I'll say, hey, why are we why are we throwing things? Why are we doing? Because I don't know what to do with it. I just, so I my first instinct is just say, just approach him and say, hey, what are you doing? Why are you throwing stuff? And he just starts like, starts like failing his arms and then and starts like attacking me, and then he has sharp nails. Imagine he's a little boy. He's five. He starts like he has a sharp nail. He just starts like. Scratch like just like using his claws, just like starts like waving around. I'm trying to dodge it, but at one point I didn't dodge well. So the his his nails just just scrape my neck, my right side of my neck. It just a big scratch, and then initially I thought、ah, it's fine, it's nothing. But when my supervisor saw this, 
she was like, ooh, it's bleeding. I was like, oh my, it's, it's that serious, huh? And I went to the bathroom and I literally saw like a scratch mark just right on my neck. And I was like, oh my god. See, that's the reason for uh, first I'm afraid to approach these kids because I do not know how to deal with them. Because when they have aggressive behaviors, how do I treat them? I'll just, I, I'll panic and then I don't know what to do. But everyone has, every kid is unique, right? Every people is unique, just as God created us to do. But despite all this, I was thinking if I actually took the training to learn about, learn more about these kids or these, or adults, I will know how how I can like communicate with them and then learn more, right? So that's why I'm pursuing my education to learn more about special needs as in as I keep going on my career. So yeah. That's a little story um I really want to share. So I really feel Every every person is unique. God created um, us according to his own image. But, like, everyone's different. Everyone has a special feature. Everyone has a unique skill or gift that God has given them. Even twins. Twins. Like, think about twins. If you're a twin, shout out to you. Like, you and your sister or your brother looks exact, like, looks exactly the same. But... They're still different. They're not exactly the same. I know you're... I don't know biology, but correct me if I'm wrong. You're conceived on the same embryo, right? So, but even though you're twins, you're still different from your sibling, right? So, yeah, every children is unique. Every human is unique. Just as God created them. I feel like, wow, this, like... And then God also um, has a different gift for everyone, right? Um, like, when I saw this post, it just shows up today on my Facebook feed. I was like, wow, yeah. Like, and, and I can't even imagine I wrote this much. I was like, that day I just had a big epiphany of saying, whoa. Yeah, this is a really unique experience. Sometimes I just feel like, wow, like, God used me to go lead to this um, birthday party. And then I met this many people, right? I, just, I met all these kind of people. With different types of special needs. Because you know special needs, there's lots and lots of different kinds. There's autism, there's Down syndrome, there's, I don't know, uh, ADHD, or there's, uh, there's like different kinds. Sometimes some are severe, some are not severe. Um, sometimes it's like really severe, and sometimes it's like mild. But regardless, List of all that, they're like, they're all unique. Everyone, it's. That's what I was gonna. I want to tell you guys. Um. 
like special needs is a broad term. It's a really broad. Like, but under special needs, there's different um different branches, right? So there's sometimes like I I also know a Down syndrome boy. Um, I've been taking care of him some sometimes if her mom wants me to take care of, but it's really hard to talk to him because, oh, the first thing as usual is I don't know how to communicate with him. Second of all is sometimes I can't understand him, even though he talks, but sometimes I really don't understand him. But, and then third thing is if he gets frustrated, he starts throwing things. I don't know what to convince him to get back. For example, once during our church, like children ministry time, he was getting frustrated. Maybe he's tired, and then he starts throwing things. He just gets starts like throwing a tantrum or something, and then yeah, I don't know what to do. I just I honestly I I'm really lost, and then all I can do is. Trying to gather his stuff, and then ask him if he wanted to sit down back, sit back on the chair. But sometimes no avail. It's hard. But after like a couple of times, like the mom actually told me, she's she's like, yeah, you need to give him like encouragement or like give him some actual like. Instructions to tell him, okay, we're not supposed to do that, or we're not supposed to do, um, do this, or like, what? It's like positive reinforcement, right? For example, he's going on a slide, or he's climbing a monkey bar, and you can't just tell him, go, you can do it, go, you can do it. No, that's not positive reinforcement. That's just a, just a simple encouragement. You can tell him, saying by his name, saying. Oh, great! Good for you. You can. You're almost at the top. You're almost at the top. Yes, a couple more steps. Couple more steps, and yeah, like just need to be. You need to be um more specific about your encouragement, because if you're just saying go 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 what like go do go fall off a cliff. No, go. You need to say go. Um, go on and just tell him exact thing what he's doing. Tell him go, go. I know you can do it. You can climb on the monkey bar. You're almost at the top. Something like that. So, yeah, that's that's like a simple encouragement I want to tell you guys. But everyone has has like a different. Different kind of job, right? Like, someone are like engineers. Some are, um, yeah. Some are like, you know, there's every kinds of job. Every job has a purpose. For engineers, your purpose is maybe build and facility or a building that's. Holds a lot of people, or secures make a workplace for people, or for teachers. Your job is teaching next next generation how to live out their dream. Like you name it, there's lots of different jobs, right? But so what I'm trying to get at is taking 
like have a compassionate heart because imagine just as for example like these special needs girl special needs kids parents think about how much time they need to spend to taking care of their child it, it might be their whole life it might yeah it might be their whole life like because sometimes they probably they don't know how to um like they don't know how to tidy themselves they don't know how to dress themselves they don't know how to go to the washroom they don't know how to eat like the parents need to be by their side 24 7 to taking care of them right yeah so i need to i'll share some like other um stories i've experienced and i've heard so my parents has a friend like a couple actually so the dad is actually a cello player and then the mom is a piano player and then their their story is really inspiring because they have well right now they have three children i think but before then so the they have the first two children they have it's they have special needs i think it's like some um i don't know what's um what's a, their special the ter- correct term but they have special needs so and then first they found out the like their firstborn is special needs they're devastated of course right because and they never, they can never imagine what's gonna happen to their children when they grow up, and then the second children came, and they thought, oh, this time they'll be more careful. They'll be more, um, more careful about during the process. But no, it came out another special needs, and then yeah, they're like, think about how sad they were gonna be. But despite all that, they. They did not give up. They still raised their their these two children, and then, but the firstborn actually passed away in two thousand five, and at only the age of fourteen or fifteen, and then, um, she, yeah, she's she's a really unique girl. I haven't. I think I met her once but i don't exactly remember how she looks like but so i was saying that parents were like so the dad is a cello player right and then the mom is a piano player um they they made like instrumental music on and then they made a cd so um So like one one time one time the um the dad actually wrote I mean not wrote he played the song it's called Our Loving Father um in one of the CDs and then he I think he dedicated this to the daughter and then so I was like thinking whoa it's just like Dang, it's like, this is, like, really, really, like, really inspiring. Because, um, like, I love this song. And then, this song, it's, I can, I can memorize word by word 
because this this song it's like it just makes me feel like our loving father no matter what during um during the hardest time of this dad's life he he still he's still taking care of him and then the lyrics are really simple i'll say it in chinese first and i'll say it in Eng- i'll translate it to english so the lyrics goes so in English it says it means our loving father um who loves me so much he never give up for um never abandon us okay and the second line goes so it means his life his presence his love makes me complete okay and then the third line goes, 我深知他顾念着我。我知他顾念着我. So it's just a repeat. So saying like, I know deep in my heart, he take cares of me. He, um, he taking, he longs for me. He taking care of me. Okay, so that's the third line. And the fourth line goes, 在有许多危难时刻,在流泪的过程。So it means, in many difficult situations, in many dangerous situations, there's times of tears. And the next line goes, 你永不离开或丢弃我. So it means you never leave or forsake us. Okay? And then the next line goes, 我深知你顾念着我。我深知你顾念着我. So it's the same thing. So it means I know deep in my heart you care for me you taking care of me all right and the next one goes 吸引我贴近你心拥抱在你怀里 so it means draw me close draw me close to your heart hold me in your arms okay wow imagine god is holding you in the arms okay and this like the last one goes 我爱你我的天赋你是我的一切 so it so it means I love you, my God. You are my everything. So I was like, wow, it's so beautiful, right? Like, who can imagine this song? And this song, fun fact about this song. Fun, this song is actually the initial, uh, the original language is in Indonesian, and then, um. One of the pastors from an old church actually translated to Chinese and English. And then, I didn't really want to share this song with you guys. I don't know if you guys can hear it. But I hope you guys can hear it. Just take a look, take a listen. And then, see how that goes. Alright?
That's a song. I won't help you. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yeah, like this song. Every time it just brings tears in my eyes because I. Every time when I think of this song, I'll just when I get frustrated, when I get feel sad, when I feel defeated. God is always loving us, no matter what. Like, isn't it amazing though? I'm not trying to be like evangelistic here, but all I'm saying is, God loves us. Even though in our difficult times, imagine how the dad must feel when he found out about these two children. But now he's happy. He has he even、um, started a foundation just to take like invite all these special needs parents, families to have a wonderful fellowship. And sometimes they even have like a concert. I'm not even kidding. They have concerts, just saying, like, demonstrate their um their love to yeah to if you if you actually want to um look it up if you're if you're like Mandarin speaker, I'm sorry to not native speakers, but there's this. So this dad or um has this um foundation called the Angel Heart Family. So they there is it's basically what um this the this parents these my dad's friends like the parents are um telling you about. So yeah, um I guess I'm gonna talk about for like ten more minutes, um. So this is another tip of example why I want to pursue. Like I want to learn more about special needs. So another incident, it's there's this really an old kids show back back in Taiwan where I live. Um, one in one episodes they're talking about different kinds of rare diseases. So these rare diseases include, for example. Huntington dancing disease. If you guys are familiar with it, it's basically they can't 
sit still like a normal person. They they don't they they always like dance like feels like they're dancing because their hands their feet are like always shaking. So that's the Huntington Huntington disease. And there's also um I don't know what do I don't know what's it called in English, but they have like they just demonstrated lots of different kinds of rare diseases. And it, so there's this there's like a couple examples are like so um there's a typical example like this auntie she's 50 almost 60 years old and she has this Huntington disease and then yeah and then she can't even get out of the bed she she's her food and her all her like going to the washroom thing everything is rely on a breathing tube and a feeding tube and like adult diapers like hey don't laugh at that okay because this is true this is real this is somebody's life like they they have they it's this thing just happens to them right so like and then this auntie doesn't have enough money to hire a aid or some care to taking care of her so her husband spends most of his life to take care of this auntie like imagine how hard that would be like because and then we need to be grateful like we we can eat properly we can eat the things we love we can go to the washroom really freely or whatever but imagine this auntie she can't even leave bed she the only thing she can eat is liquided food liquided imagine if for example, my favorite food is lasagna. And then imagine if this auntie wants to eat lasagna. She can't eat a solid food. It needs to be like blended into liquid. Imagine how gross that would be. Imagine that. Just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, so this is the kind of it's, it's not gonna be it's not going direct downhill, but I'm just saying Um this whole like whole talk I was just trying to explain especially these children or like their families are great. They're like I absolutely I would just stand up and applaud them. Because the hard, all the hard work they're doing and inspires me to pursue my you know, my absolute career. I just want to know more. That's what I want to tell you guys. But despite of this, I just want to tell you, God, our only true God, it's taking care of us. No matter when we're sad, when we're when we're desperate, when we're in danger, we're Whatever what we're facing, God is always there for us. Like, I need to share with you another incident. So, right now, um, I don't know if you guys heard my previous podcast about saying the facts about me. I don't know if I mentioned this. If I if I don't, I'll mention it here again. So, I'm going to my my first year of uni in September. Uh. But I'm 24 this year. <laughs> I'm old student. But 
hey, the the story behind it is, well, when I finished high school, I took a gap year. Then I applied to a university in my um in Canada, like in my own city, Edmonton. So I attended the first year, and I I didn't do that well. I won't tell you what happened, but that's um this is what um I'm telling you. So I didn't do well. So I I I my life turned like upside down. Initially, I was like telling, oh man, that's it. I'm not going to do university. I don't. I won't have a degree. I'll be like a loser, whatever. Hey, but today during um our family devotion day, I mean devotion time, my family this morning, there's so we're learning about life's purpose. Our everyone's lives has a purpose. Like for example, my life's purpose is to teach the next generation. And then this. This purpose, so God's purpose has three levels, right? So at first, He gives you a vision, right? For example, in my in my situation, is He gives me a vision to telling me I'll get a degree, I'll get a university degree, right? But the second step is this vision somehow it will break, it will f- corrupt, like like for example, I didn't do well in my. Mm, In my university, but the third step is somehow this vision will get reignited again, rediscovered through another path. So I didn't do well this in this university, but I took a different turn. I took a two-year course about taking care of early learning and childcare. And then after I finished the two years, I feel like my Vision has been ignited again. I can do more, so I applied for this another university and I got it. I got in, so that's a another turn. So it's a wild turn. Initially, it, it like a lot of people always think there's only one straight path to the right direction. But my life, I said, it's not like it's not smooth as others. It's not one place to one another. Just. A straight line, it goes, it goes a a different turn. But I still has a purpose. I still got, I was, I'm still there. I'm still pursuing the goal. So that's the encouragement I want to give you before I end off. So God will give you a vision. No matter what age are you, God will have a purpose for you. Like He'll lead you in a different way. Maybe some, they would probably lead you a different way. Maybe your life is really successful; it goes a straight line. Then good for you, good for you. I appreciate that. But sometimes, sir, sometimes it would take an unexpected turn, just like me. But regardless, God will still let you focus on your vision, and then let you pursue that passion, pursue that goal, and then lead you straight to successful, successful life. Alright, so yeah, that's what I want to share with you guys. Um, sorry, I've been like so like MIA for like over a month. Yeah, like you guys haven't emailed me or anything to tell me what can I talk about. So that's why I've been so like so lost about what can I say. But it's okay. Like um, I'll still. 
record some now and then, and then to let you know what's coming ahead, or sneak peek. Next time, I probably will talk about the temptation. Yeah, temptation is a big thing in our Christian life because temptation—it's a big sin. Like we need to avoid avoid that as much as possible. All right. So cool. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell you about for this time. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next time on Hurricane Tongue's Corner. I appreciate all the support I've been getting. Like, and that was a lot—not a lot of people, but I saw like people are, are around the world are listening to my podcast. I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" I've been actually wanted to share. Some audiences are from Germany and from Ireland. Who? Shout out to you guys! I I really appreciate making these. I just Sometimes I don't know what to talk about. I just won't ramble on. But yeah, that's all I'm gonna say for this one. Remember, you are worth it. All right, God created you for a reason. He wants you to be His disciples, and then using your own testimony to shine the world, to shine, shine to the future of shine your. Shine your life to other people and to change the world. All right. So peace, peace out.、Um, I love you guys. See you next time. Bye.